Hello, friends, and welcome to the third in our third series of Open the Book. My name is Scott McCarker. I am, as you know, from County Tyrone here in Northern Ireland. And I, today I'm going to be taking you through Luke chapter 1, verses 26 to 38. And if you were at any carol services over the Christmas period, this would have been a passage that you would have either heard read or preached on uh, quite a few times, no doubt, over that period. We are continuing in our study of the book of Luke's gospel. Our brother Richard has done the first two, and I'm going to do one now, and then a couple in February and one in March. So you'll be hearing quite a lot more from me in the weeks to come, but for now, Luke's Gospel, chapter 1, commencing to read at verse number 26, reading from the King James Version. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin espoused or engaged, to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail thou that art highly favoured, the Lord is with thee, blessed art thou among women. And when he saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and cast or wondered in her mind what manner of salutation or greeting this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favour with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. For with God nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word, and the angel departed from her. And may the Lord bless the reading of his word. Let's just ask the Lord's blessing before we come to meditate upon God's truth. Let's pray. Our Father and our God, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, that it is a living book. That although it was written many centuries ago, that it is still right up to date. Lord, we thank thee for the truths that this portion of scripture reveals to us. We thank you, Lord, that these there are lessons here for us in our day. And Lord, we pray that as we meditate upon your truth, that you would uh, enable us to see Jesus and enable us to sit at his feet and to learn from him lord fill those who hear me and fill me with the holy spirit 
as we seek together to faithfully explore and expound your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. This portion of scripture details for us the account of the exchange between Mary, the mother of the Lord Jesus, and the angel Gabriel. Of course, uh, this, as I say, is a very familiar passage, but never let familiar, when you come to the word of God, never let familiarity and the fact you've heard a passage many times distract from the important things that you can learn from it. Uh, but we're going to look at this portion under a number of headings. And the first heading is this, the, the timing of the announcement, the timing of the announcement. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city named Nazareth. To a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. The time. First of all, this shows us that the life of Jesus was planned long before these events took place. In fact, if we look in the Old Testament, in the book of Isaiah, chapter 7, on the 14th verse, the prophet there says that, um, Behold, a virgin shall be with child. So 700 years before these events took place, it proved, it, um, the, the Old Testament foretold that they would indeed happen. And that, of course, is a great comfort to you if you're struggling and uh, worried and concerned about the way things are going in the world and on your life that that God has everything under control and that God has planned everything out and God has planned everything for your good if you trust in him so that's the timing that that Mary and bear this in mind too Mary, according to most Bible commentators, was no more than a teenager when this happened. Mary was not a high uh, and mighty or member of society in many ways. She was a humble girl, humble child who was sent and who was ordered by God to perform this extraordinary task. And that again proves that no one is too young to be used by the Lord. You may be a young teenager yourself, and the Lord may have some great service for you to perform, but you're to seek the will of God and to pray and to read God's word, and that will help you to discern what God wants you to do with your life. So a couple of great truths here. Notice then the, the greeting that the angel gives. Heal thou that art highly favoured. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And of course Mary was greatly surprised. Because 
she didn't expect to be greeted first of all by an angel from God and there's no indication that she doubted that it was from God she did not doubt that this was from God nor did she doubt her own role in it because clearly she was a woman of faith we don't know uh, precisely how she was brought to faith we don't know whether she had prior studied the scriptures although being a Jew that would have been um, expected of her and the angel comes in and says heal thou that art highly favoured blessed art thou among women and then verse uh, 29 says when she saw him she was troubled at the same and cast or wondered in her mind what manner of salutation or greeting this should be and the angel said unto her fear not mary did you know that those two words fear not are the most repeated words in scripture you go through the bible and you count how many times the words do not be afraid or fear not or don't be afraid are written because it is proof that god is always with his children and what a great comfort that is particularly at these times when we don't really know what is happening in the world but god is with us and god will protect us and keep us even in the midst of dark times then we come to the verse that says fear fear not mary for thou hast found favor with god in other words thou or mary had pleased god and friend that is what you and i are seeking to do we seek by our christian life to please god and how do we do that first of all we come to god by faith and trust in the in the lord jesus but then we live a life of faith as mary did and we live a life that is surrendered to the will of god as mary also did as we shall see but notice then so you have the timing then you have the greeting of the angel fear not but then notice the instructions of the angel and behold or the angel telling her what's going to happen and behold thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shalt call his name jesus and the word jesus there the name jesus means salvation and the word there indicates that christ that jesus came to save so even when he was in mary's womb the angel was telling mary what jesus came to do and ultimately of course that points forward to the finished work of the lord jesus on the cross we then notice thou shalt call his name jesus he shall be great 
and shall be called the son of the highest and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever and of his kingdom there shall be no end. And therefore not only will Christ save but he will reign. He will save from sin but he will reign and will control the entire world. And of course this is full of Old Testament language. Another passage that you would have heard much over the Christmas period was Isaiah chapter 9 and verses 6 and 7. For unto us a child is born and the government or unto us a son is given and the government shall be upon his shoulder. This is echoing that language and saying that Christ would reign and be completely sovereign over the house of David and the house of Israel. That Christ is the promised Messiah that was promised in the Old Testament that we referenced earlier. So that Christ would save, that he would reign, and second of all, that a uh, third of all rather that Mary would bring him forth. But then of course Mary brings up a rather interesting uh, uh, sort of necessary biological point goes. Then said Mary unto the angel, how shall this be? Saying I know not a man. She has not engaged with a man in the way that would bring about um bring about a child of course the last time i was on this podcast in malachi chapter 2 we were discussing uh, marriage and relationships but mary did not have experience of these matters so she thought how could i bring forth a son but notice this the holy ghost the holy spirit shall come upon thee and friend that is a most interesting point because if you look at it the holy spirit is intimately involved in the life of jesus from the very beginning in the womb of mary and throughout his earthly ministry as we shall see as we go through luke's gospel the holy spirit is the the um the instrument by which the human body of christ will be brought into the world and thus that proves that christ himself is god christ is no ordinary man because if christ was an ordinary man he would have been born the way you or i were born but he was virgin born he was born in a way that only god himself could be born so the holy spirit worked in the womb of the virgin mary and christ came forth so remember christ is god notice before we come to a close um the angel said the holy ghost shall come upon thee and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee and therefore that thing, that holy thing which shall be born of thee, shall be called the Son of God. And then in order to prove that God is able, 
to perform this miracle of birth. She brings up, uh, Mary, or the angel brings up Mary's cousin Elizabeth. Because, as you will recall from the previous study, Elizabeth was the mother of John the Baptist, and John the Baptist's mother and father were very, very old, and were past the normal age of having children. And therefore, uh, in order to prove that God is able to bring about what the angel was telling Mary, she he tells Mary that Elizabeth, the one who was uh, thought to be barren or not capable of having children, is indeed uh, six months into her term of pregnancy. So, so, and then this wonderful statement in verse number 37, for with God nothing shall be impossible. And if you take nothing else from what I've said in this podcast, remember that. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. Your life circumstances may be bad. You may have family issues. You may have trouble at uh, school or at university or wherever. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. Faith in God is the thing that sustained Mary through this whole process. And it is the thing, faith in God, faith in the Lord Jesus, will sustain us through our entire lives. And then, verse 38, we see finally Mary's obedience. And Mary said, Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her, having laid out the prophetic significance of what Mary was about to do, having laid out the fact that Christ was the fulfillment of the Old Testament prophecies. He, uh, the angel, that Mary was therefore willing to be completely obedient and surrender to the will of God. So there are three things I want you to remember, just as we bring our time of, uh, of looking at Luke 1, 26 to 38 to its close. First of all, don't be afraid, for God is in control of all things. God had planned the birth of Jesus 700 years and even thousands of years before that, before the Lord Jesus came into the world. God knew that he would come. God is in control of all things and we praise him for that. But second of all, and because of that necessarily, so God is in control, fear not, because Mary was afraid, but the, but the angel Gabriel explained to her the importance of what she was about to do. He, he explained to her that God would never leave her, that God would use her as an instrument in his great plan of redemption. 
And as a, as a result of that, Mary saying, Be it unto me according to your word. There was once Mary had explained to her that God was going to be with her. There was no hesitation in her acceptance of her task. And I trust whatever God has called you to do in whatever sphere of life God has called you to be in, that you will obey him. Secure in the knowledge that God will be with you. And I pray that these few thoughts will have been a blessing to your heart. If you do have any questions for either myself or other contributors on the uh, Open the Book podcast, don't be afraid to get in contact with us via our Instagram page. We'd be more than willing to answer any questions that you may have. But I trust these few thoughts will have been a blessing to your hearts today. Thank you very much indeed. And I'll see you, God willing, when I'm back in February.